Lecture topic From Interfaith to Multifaith Alhamdulillah يا ايها الذين امنوا ادخلوا في السلم كافه ولا تتبعوا خطوات الشيطان انه لكم عدو مبين صدق الله العظيم Allah Ta'ala sent Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam to this dunya Allah Ta'ala blessed him with the best of everything and before he was granted Nubuat the society that he lived in the society that he grew up in was very very far from every decent human value. But he grew up in such a perfect manner that long before he was granted Nubuwat, they already had given him the title of As-Sadiq, Al-Ameen. They held him in the highest respect. Nabi Kareem Wasallam would observe what's going on all this corruption, all the mischief, all the indecency, the immorality, every kind of vice, and this would be very, very hurtful to him, very painful. Eventually, a lot of details, the issue which we are, inshallah, familiar with, eventually Allah wa ta'ala blessed him with Nubuwat, and he came and presented the message to the people. What was this message? The message was that Qulu la ilaha illallah tuflihu Allah Ta'ala wants you to be successful and there is only one path to this success. There is only one way that you can gain this success. Come to the acceptance of the oneness of Allah Ta'ala. This was the first message because in that time and age, the order of the day was shirk. People were worshipping idols. In the Kaaba Sharif itself, there were 360 idols. People used to bow down to idols, worship idols. And everybody else was all in complete corruption. So the first message Nabi Karim brought, Qulu la ilaha illallah, tuflihu. And the message Allah Ta'ala sent him with is that this path and this way of life that Allah Ta'ala has given me, given Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, there is now no other salvation, no other success in anything else. You will have to accept me as the last and final messenger of Allah Ta'ala and follow in my way of life. Allah Ta'ala revealed to Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in the Quran Sharif that Allah Ta'ala has sent me Allah Ta'ala has sent me 
with the last and final message inni rasulullah ilaykum jami'a that i am the rasul of allah taala to all of you every single one in that period of time generally people were steeped in shirk there were some people who were claiming to be christian but they were far from the reality because they had changed the bible the bible was completely distorted there were some people claiming to follow the torah which is also just a false claim but no matter what they claim allah taala said tell everybody announce to every single human on earth inni rasulullah ilaykum jami'a i am the rasul of allah tabarak wa taala to every single one of you that allah la ilaha illahu that allah besides him there is no deity there is none worthy of worship but one allah so therefore allah taala then says fa aminu billahi wa rasulihi therefore bring iman in allah and bring iman in his rasul which rasul fa aminu billahi wa rasulihi nabiyyil ummi that rasul who is the unlettered prophet of allah taala who didn't have didn't know how to read and write allah taala kept him in that way so that this would become his biggest mu'jiza and miracle that that personality who couldn't read and write presented that word and speech of allah taala which wiped out the libraries of the world that speech of allah taala the quran e kareem which all the mankind of every single person gets together they can't bring one verse like it Allah Taala kept him ummi. Allah Taala made him a personality who did not know how to read and write, but the whole world was dependent on what he brought for knowledge. Aminu billahi wa rasulihi nabiyil ummi ladi minu billahi wa kalimati. And then Allah Taala further says, "Wattabi'uhu la alakum tahtadun." And now you follow in his footsteps, only his footsteps, if you want hidayat. you want to be rightly guided there is no other path the only path of guidance is the path of following in the mubarak footsteps of nabi akram sallallahu alaihi wasallam so nabi akram sallallahu came with this message and he passed on this message to the people initially the people came in opposition besides the very few that accepted his message not just opposed him but brought untold hardship and difficulty upon him at times nabi akram sallallahu alaihi wasallam is performing his salah in front of the kaaba sharif and there comes some disbeliever and he puts a sheet around the mubarak throat of nabi akram sallallahu alaihi wasallam and he starts strangling him until abu bakr siddiq radhiyallahu anhu comes rushing and he shoves him off and he releases nabi akram sallallahu from this group and then he curses them and he says ataqtuluna rajulan ayqul rabbi allah are you trying to kill a person simply because he's saying my rabb is allah on some occasion nabi akram sallallahu alaihi wasallam is performing his salah again and he goes into sajda and this group of kuffar they bring the insides of a camel that was slaughtered somewhere and they brought the insides of that camel 
and they come and throw it onto his Mubarak back. And the weight of that was so much, and all this filth and mess, that the Akareem Sassim could not even wake up from Sajda, because of this weight on his back. And this filth and mess and dirt, until somebody came and mentioned it to Sayyidah Fatima radiallahu ta'ala anha, and she came rushing, and she moved this off his Mubarak back. Oh, these are just less than drops in the ocean of the amount of hardship and difficulty that came in the path of Nabi Karim but for what? He was that person who they all respected very greatly who they called As-Sadiq Al-Ameen but when he came and told them give up all this idol he came and told them that the only path is coming back to Allah Taala and believing in his oneness and the only path of salvation is following my footsteps. Everything else is cancelled and abrogated. So they became his enemies. His own uncles became his enemies. His near and dear ones became his enemies. To the extent that they eventually forced him to leave Makkah Mukarramah and make hijrat and go to Madinah Munawwara. And those who accepted him, the Sahaba Ikram, they too were put through untold difficulty. But the question is for what? What was all this difficulty born for? What was all the sacrifice undertaken for? The sacrifice was undertaken, this difficulty was tolerated, these hardships were born, simply so that this message could go to every single human on earth till the day of Qiyamah. That the only salvation is and the only path to success is obeying Allah, believing in one Allah, and believing in the last and final messenger of Allah Taala, and believing that success and salvation is only in this, in nothing else. But they couldn't digest this. So why are you saying one thing only? Only one Allah. And some saying, no, no, we won't give up our Christianity. And somebody said, we won't give up our Judaism. Allah Taala said, nothing else will work now. The only part is in the Deen in Allah in Islam. The only deen acceptable in the court of Allah Ta'ala is Islam. And anything apart from Islam will not be acceptable. So in order to pass this message on, Nabi Karim Salaam underwent all this difficulty and hardship. Untold sacrifice. Such difficulty and hardship that on occasion he himself declared, لَقَدْ أُخِفْتُ فِي اللَّهِ وَمَا يُخَافُ أَحَدٍ وَلَقَدْ أُذِيتُ فِي اللَّهِ وَمَا يُؤْذَى أَحَدٍ I was made to fear so much in the path of Allah Ta'ala, nobody ever experienced this ever. I was made to suffer so much for the cause of the deen of Allah Ta'ala, that nobody ever was made to suffer any bit of this nature. Now that is the deen, the sacrifices that Nabi Karim Sallallahu made, the blood that he shed, and his Mubarak blood that was shed, on the occasion of Taif for the same reason that his Mubarak shoes got clogged to his feet with blood, with his Mubarak blood. Why? So that today we could have Iman, we could be sitting in the house of Allah Ta'ala today. We could be taking the name of Allah Ta'ala and we could be blessed with this Mubarak deen, the only path to success. So today we have this deen. It didn't come to us for free. It didn't come to us without sacrifice being made and whose sacrifices whose blood was shed 
the blood of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam, the blood of the Sahaba Kiram, and now this has reached us. And throughout the ages, every era, untold sacrifice was given so that Deen could reach us. Now the issue for us is to hold on to Deen and to make sure we preserve the Deen for our generations to come. So now this Deen is the one Deen, only Deen, the Deen that Allah has given us the deen of Islam. There is no dilution of this deen. Some of this, something else as well. Allah Ta'ala already declared very clearly in the Quran Sharif, Ya ayyuhal ladheena amanud khulu fistilmi kafta. Allah is addressing the believers, not addressing anybody else. Not addressing the Christians, the Jews, anybody else. Allah is addressing Ya ayyuhal ladheena amanud. O you who believe, O you who already have iman, but now that you have been blessed with this greatest wealth, remember, You have this faith in your heart, enter into Islam fully. That this path that Nabi Kareem has given, there is no other path. And there is no compromise on something here, something there. Enter into Islam fully. The occasion when this ayat was revealed, one very prominent Sahabi, Abdullah bin Salam radiallahu ta'ala he had been a very highly placed Jewish scholar. He was a Jew and he was a very highly placed scholar among them. Allah ta'ala blessed him with tawfiq, he gave up all that, came into Iman, came into Islam. Some other Jews had also accepted Islam. They were very very staunch on their Judaism previously, but alhamdulillah they came fully into Iman. But one day they were just discussing among themselves that look in the previous way that we were following in Judaism one thing that was not in order for us what was something that was prohibited first one thing that was very important to us was the Sabbath Saturday was the holy day our day Allah blessed us with Jumu'ah the greatest day of the week and we should give the importance to Jumu'ah. Excessive recitation of Duru Sharif, taking a ghusl on the day of Jumu'ah, fulfilling all the sunnahs of Jumu'ah. There's no time to go into the detail. But this is our day. And taking extra care, coming early to the masjid. In any case, they said, look, Jumu'ah, we are observing the importance of Jumu'ah. But in Judaism, Sabbath, the Saturday was the holy day. So if we just observe that as well, so what? We're not doing anything wrong. That's what they felt. So we'll do that too. Jumu'ah is our day. We're going to observe the importance of Jumu'ah. But Saturday also we'll just observe as an important day. But now that was giving it some, some kind of dini significance. That was one thing. And then the other thing, in Judaism it was forbidden to consume camel meat and to drink camel milk. So, but Islam didn't compel us to drink. It was firm in Islam to drink camel milk or to eat camel meat, so we just abstain. So it's forbidden in Judaism, but not compulsory in Islam to eat it and drink it, so we just abstain. So in other words, we, we're doing the best of both, so to say. Allah Ta'ala revealed this ayat of the Quran Sharif. O you who believe, enter into Islam fully. Don't look left and right. Don't see what's here, what's this. There's only what you need is only in Islam. And Islam is everything. And there is nothing anywhere else. 
everything is in the deen that Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam has brought to you. So you hold on firmly to this. Udkhulu fi silmi kafa, wala tattabi'u khutuwati shaitan. And don't follow the footsteps of shaitan. Looking any other direction is following shaitan's footsteps. Shaitan is dragging. Look at this too. Look at that too. To the extent that Islam didn't accommodate anything but what Islam gave us. When Nabi Kareem came to Medina Munawara, he found people now celebrating some two days in the year. So he asked them, what is this two days? What, what are you all up to? So they said, Hadani yawman kunna nal'abu fihima fil jahiliya. This is something we used to celebrate and enjoy from the times of Jahiliya, a special occasion from Jahiliya. Nabi Islam is no Jahiliya anymore. Allah Ta'ala has replaced this with two better days for you, Eid al-Fitr and Eid al-Adha. You will only celebrate this. You will not celebrate anything else. Not partly this and partly that it's Eid, now we celebrate Eid also. So now it's Christmas, now we celebrate Christmas also. And if it's Diwali, we celebrate Diwali as well. And if some New Year's, we'll celebrate. No, no, we got nothing to do with anything else. Allah Ta'ala has replaced you with two days, Nabi Salaam is saying. Khairam minhuma, far better than everything else. You got nothing to do with anything else. Your days of celebration are Eid al-Fitr and Eid al-Adha. Now this is how sensitive Islam is and Deen is, that let alone saying that no, all religions are one, which is the thing that is being put out there. No, no, all faiths are one. All the, all the rivers meet in the ocean. All this is just fancy talk. To rob people of their iman. And it doesn't matter who you are, what you are, what you believe in. All faiths are one. To say all faith is one is to say, Na'uzubillah, there's no faith. Because Allah Ta'ala is saying, لَقَدْ كَفَرَ الَّذِينَ قَالُوا إِنَّ اللَّهَ هُوَ الْمَسِيحُ بْنُ بَرْيَمْ Now for example, the Christians, what they claim, they say that Masih alayhi salatu wasalam, Isa alayhi salatu wasalam, he is na'uzubillah, the son of God. Some then go beyond that, he is God himself. Allah Ta'ala says, لَقَدْ كَفَرَ الَّذِينَ قَالُوا إِنَّ اللَّهَ هُوَ الْمَسِيحُ بْنُ مَرْيَمْ Those who make this kind of claim, لَقَدْ كَفَرَ They have committed kufr. They are disbelievers. Now somebody says all faiths are one. They say, na'uzubillah, what Allah Ta'ala said, they are disbelievers, we think they are believers. Allah Ta'ala says, لَقَدْ كَفَرَ الَّذِينَ قَالُوا إِنَّ اللَّهَ ثَالِثُ ثَلَاثَةً The Christians believe in Trinity. So now somebody says, no, all faiths are one. نَعُوذُ بِاللَّهُ What Trinity is also then fine. Allah is saying, those who believe in Trinity, لَقَدْ كَفَرَ They have committed kufr. They are disbelievers. They are kuffar. So now somebody says, no, all faiths are one. What is he saying? Allah is saying something and he is saying something else. So where is his faith then? There's only one faith. Inna dina inda Allah in Islam. The only faith that is acceptable in the court of Allah Ta'ala is Islam. There's no other faith. There is only one faith. There's no multi-faith. And there's no interfaith. This is just a word. It's a word to lead to multi-faith, meaning all faiths are one. So we believe in one faith. Iman and Islam is our way of life. This is the belief in the heart. And this is the way of life. The way of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. No other way of life. This is it. And this is the perfect deen Allah has given us on the occasion of Hajjatul Wada, barely some two and a half months before Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam left this dunya. This ayat of the Quran Sharif is revealed. 
on such a momentous occasion, Hajjatul Wada, on the day of Jumu'ah, in the plains of Arafat. Can we imagine the day of Arafah? And on top of that, it was the day of Jumu'ah. And this ayat of the Quran Sharif was revealed, Al-Yawma Akmaltu Lakum Deenakum. On this day, Allah says, I have perfected for you your deen. وَأَتْمَمْتُ عَلَيْكُمْ نِعْمَتِي And I have completed my favor upon you. And what is the favor? وَرَضِيْتُ لَكُمُ الْإِسْلَامَ دِينَ And I am pleased with Islam being your deen. I am not pleased with anything else. I am only pleased with one thing for you. So now we have to be very alert about this. In textbooks, there are other kinds of things coming in. The school textbooks, what our children are sometimes reading up. All kinds of things. No, you must respect all religions. So respect all religions means what? That now if somebody is committing idol worship, you must respect that. If somebody is saying, Na'uzubillah, Isa alayhi salam is the son of God, you must respect that. So how can we respect kufr? You must not confuse this. On the one side, Deen has taught us we will treat every human being kindly. No matter who it is, if some human being is in a difficulty, somebody is dying of hunger, and we feed him, we will get rewarded for him. No matter who that person is, he can be the worst atheist on earth. We will feed him, somebody is thirsty, we will give him water to drink. Somebody is sick, we will try to help him in whichever way we can. Somebody is our neighbor, he can be whoever he is, he has rights over us. But when it comes to our faith, it comes to our deen, there is no compromise. We will help the whole of humanity. We will fulfill the rights of every human being. We will take care of our neighbor. We will guard and defend our neighbor against an attack if somebody is trying to rob him. But we will not compromise our deen for anybody. We will stay on one deen. Because when we go to lie in the cover, then the only thing that is going to count is that iman. Man rabbuk wa ma deenuk. That's the question in the cover. What is your deen? So now the person in the cupboard, what is going to answer, what is my deen? He's going to say, no, all faiths are what? The only answer there is deen al-Islam that will be accepted. And only that person will answer that question who lived Islam. That person will say, Rabbi Allah, who believed in Allah alone as the Rabb. And وَمَا تَقُولُ فِي هَذَا rajul, The question in the grave, what do you have to say about this personality? Sayyidina Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Only that person will be able to answer who believed in Nabiya Kareem sallallahu to be the last and final messenger of Allah Ta'ala and followed in the Mubarak footsteps of Nabiya Kareem sallallahu If he said all faiths are one, what is the answer? So this is a very dangerous time we are living in. It's no more something that we can take casually. We have to see what's going on in the books of our children. We have to know what they're talking about in school. We have to know where they are going. Not long ago in Chatsworth, one school, the Muslim children were taken to visit a temple and to just to observe how the worship takes place and to hear some talk, some speech by the pundits. What they going to learn there? What seeds are going to be planted in their hearts? And then tomorrow they just give up Islam. Who's responsible for it? We have to become very alert to all these things. Everything else, if a person fails some exam in terms of his schooling, in terms of he failed some university exam, he failed some license test, he's going for his driver's license, 
he's going for some other, whatever, interview, and he didn't come right, there's a second chance, there's some other place to go for an interview, there's some other option to take on, but if he fails the test of the cover, there's no comebacks. If he fails the test on the day of Qiyamah, then he's doomed forever. That's the thing that is most important to us. And when we'll be lying in the cover, we don't know. It could be before tomorrow. It could be before tonight. We have no idea. Allah Ta'ala keep us steadfast on Iman. Allah Ta'ala take us on perfect Iman. Allah Ta'ala raise us on the day of Qiyamah with perfect Iman. We have to safeguard this Iman. Safeguard the Iman of our children. Guide them onto the path of Deen. And save them and protect them from all the influences in the environment that try to snatch away the Iman. Allah Ta'ala give us the tawfiq. Fa'akhiru da'wana. Alhamdulillah.